Hi, this is Jovi. And my name is Charlie. And you're listening to Bed Crime Crime Stories. Stories. This is a weekly true crime podcast where we pour ourselves a drink and we take turns telling each other the stories that keep us up at night. Oh, nah, long. I know we do that all the time, but it's still the first thing that comes to my head when you say at night, all night. It just, that's what happens. I'm sorry. No, you know what? I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. That's what you get. That is what you get. Mm -hmm. We're Lionel Richie fans around here. Yes. Yes. That is very, very true. Yeah. Because, oh, what a feeling when you're dancing (laughs) on the ceiling. (laughs) I mean, hello. Is it me you're looking for? (laughs) I was just going to say it. I think I only know hello. And I think those are the only three. (laughs) That is the same. But at least they're all jams. They're all jams, jams. though. So, you know, add respect for uh mr richie just saying mr richie mr richie so what's going on charlie what you watching what are you doing so i am currently watching um the staircase which not the documentary the staircase i'm watching the new hbo now show yeah yeah, yeah. the staircase with colin firth and um Patrick Schwarzenegger is in it and um what's it Sophie Turner mm-hmm. is in it and mm-hmm. I'm picturing Tony Collette who okay. plays uh the mom but it is hmm. okay so have you seen the staircase the documentary about Michael Peterson yes I have okay watching the show because Colin Firth looks nothing like Michael Peterson, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you watch the show and you just, if I like walk away and I'm just listening to him, he sounds exactly like him. Like the research he must have done and the practicing he must have done to like emulate Michael Peterson was mm-hmm. incredibly impressive. Wow. It's very interesting because not only is it like a dramatization of things that happen in the documentary, it's kind of more of like a behind the scenes of the documentary. Because of course, if you want to watch it, just watch the fucking documentary. Right, 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 <laughs> so, right, 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 right. Yeah, so it like talks a little bit about the filmmakers and their relationship with the Peterson family. And then um, of course it's showing you Michael Peterson's relationship with Kathleen leading up to her murder or sorry her death <laughs> um <laughs> freudian slip <there. laughs> um it's very interesting to watch um you're seeing like dramatizations of michael in jail so it's like hmm. things that you wouldn't have seen obviously in like the actual documentary right so it's good it's it's very good it's well done it's well acted obviously the actors in it are redonkulously good actors yeah. um you know, as a person who obviously, obviously I slipped up and said my opinion on the matter Yes. Um, as a person who has an opinion on it, it's interesting to watch because it's interesting to see people see him in a different light. Mm-hmm. So that's very interesting, but uh, it's good. I recommend it. It's okay. fantastic. Yeah. It's really good. That's definitely on my list of a million things to watch because yeah. i saw that i was like oh i gotta watch that so yeah it's and it's you know what you know they show it kind of from both perspectives so i'm not giving anything away it's a true story so it's not like i can like yeah. spoil anything yeah um and of course it's been like all the articles are out about it ever but they show what would have happened if she died alone oh like if what he said was true yeah and then they also like show it as if he murdered her and when i tell you it is graphic and visceral is like not even 
I can't even describe the feeling that it gave me watching. It's insane. It's insane. It's crazy. Like, again, the acting is just chef's kiss. Superb. Are they hour long episodes? They are. Okay. Which isn't the best, but it's not all out yet. Oh, it's okay. only, only up to episode five is out. Okay. Um, and there's going to be a total of eight episodes. So okay. I might just wait and then mm-hmm. binge them all because I hate waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely, definitely want to watch that. Um, cause that story is something else. <laughs> it's kooky, man. Yeah. My boyfriend was watching the first episode with me and he, of course he asked my opinion. Like, what do you think? Did he do or not? I was like, <laughs> Well, <laughs> about I that, I have opinions about that. And, you know, we have like an interesting discourse about it. He, uh, you know, even he was, and he doesn't like anything true crimey. So like to get him to sit there and like pay attention and listen was, was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then I told him about the owl theory. <laughs> <laughs> How did he take that? He's like, I'm sorry, the what? <laughs> and I'm like the owl theory that she like died by owl. And he's like, I, I'm gonna go and say that's a no and I'm like I'm telling you babe it's like a theory that people have that it's people a thing believe. it's, a, it's thing. a thing because they found like what like an owl feather in her hair something, or something like, like that, that. Uh, something like that it's crazy but yeah I told him it, he laughed a lot he's okay. like I don't I'm gonna go on a limb and say no yeah <laughs> An yeah. owl didn't kill this woman I, but yeah I, so. I agree yes I the owl theory whilst funny <sighs> yeah I don't no just yeah. no no that's okay thanks though and it's crazy because kathleen peterson worked for nortel at the time of her, mm. her death mm-hmm. my dad worked for nortel oh. during that same time i wonder if they had correspondence i you know i have to tell you i've never asked my dad that you should you i should. mean obviously i think nortel it's if it's not defunct um i you know i don't know whatever he doesn't work for them anymore he's retired but like i'm very curious me too but yeah so i'm very i want to ask him to see if he please do um, because i'm I'm very interested yeah you figure it happened right after 9 11 because it was december Mm -hmm. of 20 or 2001 yeah um so he was still working for nortel at that time yeah so I'm curious if it was like a thing of like, even if he didn't correspond with her, if they maybe got like an email, like, right. Cause but, she was like an executive. She was up. Oh, there. then I'm sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But yes, yeah. ask and then keep us posted. Keep us posted. I will. Cause I'll report back. I'm interested. I'll report back. Um, Charlie's dad knew uh, <laughs> Kathleen Peterson. Please, please, please. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm currently not watching anything, but no, 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 that's not true. We started watching Underneath the Banner of Heaven. We did start watching Under the Banner of Heaven. We're so effing behind. I know. I know. You had to go on fucking vacation. I'm sorry that my stepdaughter had to get married. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. But no, we watched the first two episodes, right? Or was it just the one? Yeah, no, three. Because the first three were released at the same time. I don't think we watched three. No? I think it was two. Okay, then maybe it was. Okay, you didn't know. You're right. It was just, it was two. just, they the were two. long though. They were too long. Correct. Episodes. Correct. And mm. so far I'm enjoying it. Um, me too. I'm very excited to get back into it. Me too. Like I, I, even though we know the story cause Charlie mm-hmm. told it so well, um, Thank a few you. weeks back, you know, Thank um, you. Thank you. um, it's just interesting to see it played out. Like 
Yeah. In, and it's always in more show. interesting when Andrew Garfield I mean, is involved. Hello. <laughs> that makes hello. everything way more entertaining <laughs> and interesting to watch. Absolutely. And but it's just it's so weird seeing him as a Mormon. Like, I don't know, just thinking of his past roles, yeah. it's like, oh wow. But it's believable. Like he's doing he's, a I mean, really he's, good job. He's such a good fucking actor. Well, and I will so. tell you, like, for me personally, it's actually I don't normally like dramatizations of real stories Mm -hmm. so like under the banner of heaven and this new the staircase Mm -hmm. usually you're like not my bag baby Mm -hmm. like i would give me a documentary straight up documentary real people interviews like give me the facts and like footage and shit right but both of these i think they're so enjoyable because they're such great actors correct and it's not like over overly acted because you know how Mm. some dramatizations are like ridiculous right it's like they're staying uh, american boogeyman yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes exactly yeah i know it well yes but (laughs) (laughs) it's the way they're doing it is is really great like they're staying you know with the facts um yeah it's not like they're over exaggerating or changing the story completely Correct. You know? Like American Boogeyman. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So no, yeah. it's it's very, very good. I do have another one that I watched. Oh yeah. What's that? Yeah. Documentary on Netflix. Netflix. Call on Netflix called <laughs> Our Father. Oh, I heard about that. My coworker, my coworker was like, dude, Jovi, you have to. It's some kind of fucking fucked up, but you need to Dude. watch it. Oh my God. I have so much to watch. Dude. Hold Dude. on. I, I have Dude. To, <laughs> I have to put this on a sticky note. Hold on. Let me tell you. Okay. And I will tell you, usurp all of the rest of them and watch Our Father. Because really? it's it's just one straight shot. I think it's just like a quick, it's a movie. So it's only. Oh, it's a movie. Yeah. Okay. It's a movie. It's, it's a, a documentary movie. movie. Okay. It is fucking banana trees really banana trees the you want to talk about a failure of the justice system you are going to be infuriated perfect that show perfect whatever i'm gonna watch it i'm actually gonna watch it when we're done recording um since this is a zoom recording i have the rest of the night to myself it's bananas so i'm gonna watch it that shit is bananas b-a-n-a-n-a-s (laughs) a-s-a-s-a-s It's fucking crazy. That fucking shit's crazy. I also really want to watch Bad Vegan because I heard that was really good. I heard that too. But dude, our father was, I mean, off the charts insane. Okay. I will watch. And like, I was crying watching it for those people. Yeah. It was making me mad and sad. That's And not at all glad. (laughs) 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 Wow. All right. Real bad. Very, very bad. Real bad damn it all right well i know what i'm watching tonight so thank you you're welcome i want you to text me and tell me what you think i absolutely will i need to know i absolutely will tell me baby girl because i need to know (laughs) oh you know what else i finished what'd you finish (laughs) (laughs) um the one uh the dropout the one about elizabeth holmes and theranos the chick who was like the ceo that lied to all of those companies got all uh, the fucking money she just got yeah, found yeah, guilty yeah, yeah, yeah that show was 
bonkers. I still, dude, I have so much to watch. And I'm so behind. That's another one that's like a multi-episode, whatever. But that one, you need every single episode. That okay. one was crazy. And okay. again, very well acted. Like, okay. it was so good. All right. And so, yeah, that's lots of recommendations coming from Charlie. He yes. Lots of shit that you guys watch, watch. it all. Watch it all. Um, real quick. And also before we start uh this this week's episode um and just because i want to share because it's funny um Mm -hmm. for those of you who don't know my fiance and i drove up to north carolina this past weekend to go to a wedding Mm -hmm. and you know driver picks the music heck yeah and i was like you know what i have a lot of my favorite murder to catch up on so i was like all right five hours cool because you know you listen to too much it's just it's it's a lot it's a mm. lot to listen 10 hours in a row. So I was like, five mm. is good. You know, whatever. Tell me why when we switch, she's like, no, no, you put that back on. It ke- it's keeping my mind engaged. I want to hear some shit. And I'm like, what? I love it. <laughs> I was Convert. like, well, shit. Okay. But yeah, he I was, like it. He was all about it. He was nice. all about it. He was even like talking back to them. <laughs> like they could hear him. I'm like, honey, <laughs> they can't no. hear you. It's not interactive. No, but I will say I'm going to take partial credit for that because I introduced you to MFM. So yes, I'm going to take partial yeah. credit for that. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. But yeah, it was it's like it was a 90 10 split. It is. It is. All right. So after now that we've had all these recommendations and random stories <laughs> are you ready to uh jump on in are you ready to tell us our bed crime story guys i am ready to rumble all right let us let us do this charlie it's all you all right bed crime story time guys so uh happy pride month yay yay you are hearing this on the very first uh thursday of june that mm-hmm. means it is pride month. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Jovi and I had a discussion a couple of weeks ago. We decided that for the month of June, we are going to tell uh, some stories to remember the lives of those in the LGBTQ plus community. So yes. Um, yeah, that's kind of going to be our focus for the next couple of weeks. Um, so I'm going to kick off this week, um, telling you all the murder of Rita Hester. Ooh. Yes. So my sources for this evening, an article by Samantha Rydell published, uh, just in March of this year. Oh, wow. Um, from a website, them.us, mm-hmm. um, an article on Yahoo news. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> I didn't do um, it. an article from a blog called defrosting cold cases. And I thought that was the That's best name for a blog. Fucking clever. So phenomenal. Yes. Whoever yeah. named that. I like the it. frosting cold cases. <laughs> Love it. Um, NBC news, hrc.org, which is the human rights campaign.org mm-hmm. and then Wikipedia. Okay. All right. So <clears throat> Rita Hester and her death was the inspiration that spawned the trans transgender day of remembrance. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Rita Hester was born on November 30th, 1963 in Hartford, Connecticut. Um, Her family almost always knew her as a female. Mm -hmm. Um, According to her younger sister, Diana, Rita didn't have a coming out moment. And though her mother and other family members would still use uh, masculine pronouns to refer to Rita, her personality and her mannerisms, even from an incredibly early age, were so that she was naturally accepted as a girl. Yeah. 
Um, quote, my entire family, even my nieces and nephew, everyone knew Rita. Uh, that's what Diana had said. She said, quote, it was very receptive, was no issue whatsoever. You know, it was completely fine. I love that. I love yeah. that so much. Mm-hmm. However, still in the town of Hartford, Connecticut, there wasn't as much of a welcoming for a young black transgender woman, truly a black transgender woman of any age. Mm -hmm. Um, And as Rita grew up, she resisted the closed-minded environment of her hometown. So she started to travel to Boston, which was about a hundred miles from Hartford. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, there were parties and clubs where it didn't matter that Rita was trans. Uh, She visited those places pretty frequently. Mm -hmm. In her early 20s, Rita moved uh, permanently to Boston uh, in the Alston neighborhood and became a fixture in the club scene. And not just at queer bars either. She would uh, also frequent straight bars. Jessica Piper, who was a friend of Rita's, said that Rita was one of the only links between the city's queer bars and the straight bars uptown. Uh, Quote, the other queens wouldn't go to Alston from fear, she said in 1998, uh, quote, and the straight Alston kids didn't want to go downtown to the downtown queen bars. Hmm. Though black trans elders in the area warned Rita of the dangers of picking up straight men. She truly was just, I mean, enjoying her best life. Yeah. When she was at home, Rita loved to cook and talk with her friend, Brenda Wynn, who was a white cis woman who Rita called her best friend in life. Mm-hmm. The two even spent Thanksgiving together in 1998, which was the first year that Rita never didn't go home to Hartford for the holiday. Mm-hmm. Brenda and Rita truly had a deep bond, but Rita was still a wild girl. So <laughs> on November 28th, 1998, when she didn't come back to Brenda's apartment after an evening out at the Silhouette nightclub as promised, Brenda just assumed that she had met someone cute and forgot to call. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the reality was much worse. Of course. Yeah. So, um, at 4 PM that evening, Rita called a friend, another trans woman who lived in the Alston area. Uh, she told her friend who spoke on the condition of anonymity. So her, every interview that that's, that this friend had given after Rita's death, she did so anonymously because she feared for her life after, uh, what happened to Rita. Yeah. And I mean, understandably so. Yeah, for sure. So Rita tells her that she was headed to the Silhouette Lounge, a dive bar just around the corner from her apartment. Um, So the friend took a nap and then headed over to meet Rita shortly after 7 p.m. so they could go together. Mm -hmm. Quote, I walked to the Silhouette and I see that her street was blocked with cops and I was wondering what happened and I had a bad feeling, the friend recalled. So officers respond to a call about a fight at Rita's address at approximately 6.12 p.m. on November 28th. They were dispatched seven minutes later, according to Boston Police Department report. When they found Rita, she was still alive on the floor, but she had been stabbed repeatedly in the chest. They said upwards of 20 times. Wow. Yeah. Uh, More than an hour passed between the time police were dispatched and an ambulance took her to Beth Israel Hospital, where she died of cardiac arrest. Um, It was two days before her 35th birthday. No. Um, yeah. So a next door neighbor would later tell Rita's family that she was the one who called the police, uh, that they took a long time to enter the apartment, but the back door was opened. The attack in the apartment was so violent that the phone had been ripped off the wall. Half of a shoe print, not Rita's was left in the blood on the floor. Oh, wow. 
Um, later when cleaning the apartment, her, her mom found a bloody sandal after the apartment had been released by police officers. And it's unknown if any of this evidence was processed or collected by officers on the scene with, with that sandal being in the apartment. I'm going to hedge a guess that at the very least that was not, I agree that, and you would think that it should have been because it's probably super important. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. So neighbors mentioned to Diana, Rita's sister, that they saw two white men leave Rita's building just after six o'clock the night of her murder. For years, Rita had a white blonde boyfriend named Bobby. Um, But after Rita's murder, Bobby was never seen again. Wow. Yeah. The, and nobody knows his last name. They haven't been able to find him. Like, yeah, just kind of vanished. Wow. The police report listed Rita Hester as a male um and listed her as a john doe um when the boston herald reported on the murder they misgendered rita and they dead named her she was described as quote a man who sported long braids and preferred women's clothes wow um yes they called her a transvestite on October or in October 1998, just weeks after Rita was killed, another anti-LGBTQ murder rocked the nation. Um, a gay white college student, Matthew Shepard, mm-hmm. was beaten, tortured, and left for dead in Laramie, Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Um, the vile nature of uh, Matt Shepard's murder sparked a movement that was quite mainstream across the country um, against homophobic violence. But mm-hmm. for many transgender people, specifically transgender people in this area, Massachusetts, these time- types of crimes were quite familiar. So, and that's unfortunate and sad. Yeah. So in November of 1995, Chanel Pickett, a black trans woman, was strangled to death in Watertown, which is 10 miles west of Boston. The same year, Deborah Forte, um, was stabbed to death in Haverhill, which is just on the New Hampshire border. And in September of 1998, just two months before Rita's death, Monique Thomas, another black trans woman was killed in Dorchester, which is just South of Boston. Mm -hmm. Both Fortes and Thomas's killers were convicted of murder. Um, in 1997, the attorney for Chanel Pickett's murderer, whose name was William Palmer used the trans panic defense. Mm -hmm. And Palmer was acquitted of murder. The the lawyer, I know the lawyer argued that Palmer's homicidal reaction was justified because he discovered during sex that Chanel was trans. Yeah. Fucking Um, bullshit. Yeah. Palmer was convicted of assault and battery and served only two years. That's disgusting. That is absolutely disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Um, Inspired by Rita's murder, Gwendolyn Ann Smith created a web project called Remembering Our Dead to Honor Transgender Homicide Victims. Mm -hmm. The following year, she founded the Transgender Day of Remembrance and planned marches to honor the victims in Boston and in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Quote, when the Transgender Day of Remembrance first began, trans trans people were nameless victims in many cases. Smith wrote in a 2014 article in The Advocate, Quote, our killers would do their best to erase our existence from the world and law enforcement, the media and others would continue the job. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like this, I, 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 it just renders me speechless. Like I just, it's, it's fucking terrible. It's Mm -hmm. fucking terrible. Mm -hmm. So uh, Tafik Chowdhury, who is Diana's son, Rita's nephew, mm-hmm. grew up visiting his aunt Rita in Boston. 
Um, he has since come out as gay today. He travels from Connecticut to Boston and wonders what it was like for Rita to come out and find safety and community on the Boston streets. Um, Chowdhury said coming out to his family was stressful for him, even though they ultimately embraced him. Mm -hmm. Um, he says that he wonders what it would have been like if Rita had still been alive to serve as a role model for him. Yeah. Quote, it would have been a completely different lifestyle. I think I'd probably be living in Boston right now. You know, it would have been someone I could have looked up to. Absolutely. Uh, now he goes to transgender, transgender day of remembrance events in honor of her. Kathleen Hester, who is Rita's mom, remembers her transgender daughter as gentle, kind, and loving someone who loved her family and would do anything for anybody. When she used to come from Boston, she used to give me much attention. Kathleen recalled. <laughs> Um, if I was sitting in the, in a chair, she would sit on the floor and put her head in my lap. And we had such a beautiful relationship. Um, as Kathleen shares some of her favorite memories of Rita, like the way she would say, ma, you're beautiful to cheer her up when she was feeling down and out. Um, Kathleen chokes up. She says, it's hard for me to think about Diana Hester described her as just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful person. Um, at this point, both she and her mother seem kind of resigned to the fact that most likely Rita's killer won't be found. Um, but they're still very angry about the way that the case was treated. Oh, absolutely. And can't blame them. Yeah. Uh, quote, why I think they didn't handle it. Kathleen said of the police's initial treatment of the case quote, for two reasons, one, she was gay or whatever they want to call it. And Mm -hmm. second, she was black and poor and that's why they didn't care. They just didn't care. Yeah. Uh, Diane said that the last time she heard from the Boston police department, she was told it's a cold case at this point in time. And that was it. So, uh, as of the recording of this episode in 2022, uh, we've already seen at least 14 transgender people fatally shot or killed by other violent means in the U S. Um, the article that I read specified that they use at least because these stories do often go either unreported or misreported. Um, in previous years, most of the people who are affected are black or Latin transgender women. In 2021, the human rights campaign tracked a record number of violent fatal incidents against transgender and gender nonconforming people with 50 fatalities tracked just last year alone. And just a reminder that only 17 states have banned the gay and trans panic defense as admissible in court with 14 of those only becoming official within the last three years. Wait, 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 what? I did not know that. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you, are you absolutely kidding me? There's only 17 states that have banned gay and trans panic as a viable defense. 34% of the country, 34%. I can't even put into words what I'm feeling right now. <laughs> like I, I, I can't, that's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. That is a thousand percent unacceptable. Yep. So that means more than half of the country, more than half of the states you can use trans and gay panic as a defense and literally get away with murder if you get a sympathetic enough jury at least to you (laughs) sympathetic enough to you you know the devil who murdered the trans or gay person the transgender day of remembrance uh also known as the international transgender day of remembrance is observed annually on november 20th so just within a few days of the anniversary of um 
Rita's death. And it was moved. I think originally it was on the 28th, but mm-hmm. I did read that it was moved because when it was later, um, there was times where it would fall on, on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. That way it has its own day. They won't coincide with one another. Correct. Wow. So yeah, that is the story about Rita. That's fucking awful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how people could be so fucking shitty. Yeah. Like, mm, I have so many things mm-hmm. like going around in my head right now. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where to begin. Mm-hmm. I can guarantee that obviously, obviously the police didn't do all they could do. I'm sorry. They did not. Uh, no. Like at all. And like you had mentioned, who knows if they even searched through the apartment like they should. And they probably would have if it was a rich white person. You know what I mean? Like you could come at me. I don't fucking care because it's the truth. Mm -hmm. There's the fact that for whatever reason, people get angry or offended if other people aren't like them. And Mm -hmm. I, I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't understand like fucking live and let live. If they're, if, how is it hurting you? Right, exactly. What they How is it do, hurting you? What they do with their body, what they do sexually, who they're attracted to, whatever the case may be, it's none of your business. Right. It's none of it's your business. It's not hurting you. And I'm so sick and tired of hearing the well, they're hurting themselves. Again. No. Why do you fucking care? And the whole first of all, first of all, no, they're not. Second of all, how does it fucking affect you? Keep it your doesn't. mouth shut. Who cares? Exactly. How is it affecting you? Exactly. How is it affecting you? And the whole thing is, is all of the shit that's going on right now. This is why you have, you have to continue to fight Yeah, because it doesn't take much for things that we hold as our rights Mm. to be literally Mm. pulled away from us at any given moment. Yep. Because of ignorance, because of ignorance, because of Mm closed-mindedness, because of whatever, uh, good you think that you're doing because you are pushing your Cause I'm sorry, you're pushing your beliefs on everybody else. Yep. Um, I, I just, it makes me so angry. It makes me so mad. Yeah. And I just, I, you know, like I said, if it's not hurting you shut the fuck up and shut mind your business, up. mind your business. Yes. And you said it, live and let live. That's just it. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Leave the people I love alone. Exactly. Leave people the fuck alone. Legit. And let people make the choice to do what they feel is right for their own lives. Exactly. They're just trying to live their best life to do what makes them happy. happy. Exactly. (laughs) Who the fuck are you to say that what makes them happy is not okay. Is not okay. Is not correct. You're going to hell. Uh, Fucking cry about it. I mm, to quote the great Billy Joel. (laughs) I'd rather laugh with the sinners than cry with the saints. Amen. Okay. I would rather have fun with the people that you think are not good enough for Mm -hmm. your golden gates Mm -hmm. and know that I'm accepting and loving and empathetic to people than be you up in your ivory tower, judging those that you're supposed to not fucking be judging. Correct. Correct. Because (gasps) if anything, those quote unquote saints, they should be the ones that go to hell. Because they hide the, they hold themselves to such Can't wait a till high they get their root standard. Uh, Can't wait till they get their root awakening. <laughs> fucking seriously, <laughs> but oh my god, this <sighs> it's just it's just so infuriating. It's incredibly infuri- it's incredibly infuriating. And I will say that, um, 
there was even <laughs> the other part that wasn't that frustrating me. And I actually didn't put it in my story and I'm, I'm mad that I didn't, but I'll just tell it now. Mm-hmm. Um, not only were the uh, mainstream newspapers misgendering and dead naming Rita, but there was a um, LGBTQ plus newspaper in Boston that did as well (gasps) and would use the name Rita, but put it in quotes as if it was a nickname and not her identity. Really? Um, And the editor of the paper at the time stood by his decision to do this, stating that he was going by the rules of like the Associated Press. And that if that's the way that Rita was referred to in mainstream media, he would have to echo that. In for like consistency of the story. Um, I feel like that's not a thing. I think is weird. And of course, now when he's uh interviewed now, he says that he of course regrets that, says it's a regrettable decision that he made, which I yeah. Yeah. But you know, it it's one thing to know that her mother misgendered and dead named her. I'm sure that she was perfectly accepting of the fact that her mother did that. That was the name that her mother gave her for, you Mm -hmm. know, for better or for worse. But she is Rita. She was Rita. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And the fact that, you know, it's bad enough mainstream media did that to her, but then for her own community to do that to her um, in her death is just absolutely infuriating. And there's also a lot of comparisons that the articles I read made to the attention, obviously, that Rita's death received versus uh, Matt Shepard. And I mean, I will tell you, I was in high school in 1998 when all of this happened. I remember Matthew Shepard. I had never heard of Rita Hester until the last like three years of my life. Same, same. Yeah. Same. And that's, uh, yeah. I know Rita's name strictly through, you know, my volunteering and, you know, the things that I do from, you know, yeah, whatever. That's the only reason why I know Rita's name. Everybody knows who Matt Shepard is. Everybody. Yeah. And again, I am, I would never say that it's not that Matt Shepard doesn't deserve to be remembered and, um, you know, he doesn't deserve to be mourned and his death was uh, disgusting and tragic and awful. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but it's, I mean, it's a glaring, glaring disparity between how, um, you know, the mainstream just world people mm-hmm. viewed Matthew's murder versus Rita's Mm -hmm. that she's basically a secret. There was uh, another uh, woman who was interviewed in one of the articles that she, a friend of Rita's didn't even know that Rita was the inspiration of transgender day of remembrance. Oh, wow. Like that's how disrespected she is in her death. Wow. This has to stop. (laughs) Like it just, I'm over it. I'm, I I want off. I want off. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm just see the, do you see the TikTok that I shared the other day? Or it's like, I need a, a white woman with a nose ring to tell me what yeah. planet is making me sad. And the woman's like earth, earth, 110% earth. I just, I, yep. I hate it. I hate it so much. Cause I just don't, my thing is I just don't under, I don't understand. I don't understand. 
No, I don't understand. And stop telling me you're doing it in their best interest because they're hurting themselves. First of all, you're fucking wrong. Yep. Second of all, you have no fucking place to say that. Nope. And you don't know what that you don't know. You, you're not, you, don't them. Know. you are not them, right? You cannot speak for them. Correct. Let them make their choices. Let them do what they want to do. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. It does not concern you. You don't like it. Oh, well, keep your mouth shut and walk away. They're yep. not affecting you directly. There's no reason for it. Yep. There's no reason for it. I was watching something the other day and a video came up of, and I honestly, I'm sorry. I'm like, this is a bad storytelling because I know as little detail about it as possible, but I'm going to do my best to describe <laughs> the video. Um, it was some state, <laughs> it was some Midwestern state. I do mm-hmm. know that mm-hmm. where they were, I want to say Wisconsin. Okay. Maybe don't quote me, but possibly. Okay. They were passing a, um, it was an, some sort of an anti LGBTQ plus legislation. And of course it won because of course it did. Because And there was this young, younger guy who was part of the grouping, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know if it was like the state Senate or whatever, or whatever, mm-hmm. um, who got up and gave a speech, a dissenting speech against the bill and first asked the guy who was the author of the bill. He's like, you know, you told a story about how your brother was afraid to come out to you and tell you that he was gay. And he goes, why do you think that was? And his brother's like, and the guy's like, I don't know. I love my brother. And he goes, look up what you just signed into law. Mm-hmm. I'd be afraid to tell you I was gay. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're, you're proving it right now. The reason why your brother was afraid to to tell you these things Mm -hmm. like your actions are speaking a lot louder than saying oh i hate all of them except for you because you're my brother like yeah 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 yeah. it don't work like that no it doesn't work it it doesn't it doesn't it's just infuriating it's like no wonder you know and this this guy was like you know i grew up being afraid of people like you people who were nice people who would you know i'd see at church would take me camping would you're the nice guy right and then you pass shit like this correct so tell me who's right. Yeah. I just uh, stop the world. I want to get off. Yeah. Same. Done. Same. Elon Musk, put me on your rocket and send me to a, <laughs> another planet, please. Jeff Bezos. I want to get on your penis shaped rocket and send please. me to Mars. <laughs> please, please, like fucking please. I, I, this is why I don't enjoy watching the news. I don't watch news, but I read, mm-hmm. um, because you know i don't want to be un- completely not- out of the loop correct correct mm-hmm. but at mm-hmm. least if i'm reading i could choose what to read and what not to read so like i mm-hmm. feel like i have more control but like i swear to god every day it's something else every oh, god, day yeah. every day another person or another group of people there's something th- there's something that and i'm sorry it's all fucking political all of it is political and it's all bullshit it's all bullshit <laughs> and it all sucks it does it absolutely does but my again my thing is why do these people bother you so much that you have to make laws against the way they live their life that's correct that's that's honestly that's what i want to know who hurt you why is it so threatening to you you? exactly and why is it always the same groups of people Mm -hmm. why yep wow i just i got i got nothing i'm just Mm -hmm. i'm done Mm-hmm. I, I'm just I'm done I'm done with the human race I'm done with this planet I'm just I'm disgusted we and fucked appalled. up we, we fucked, fucked up. up big time mm-hmm. and you we know what up. honestly we're not all bad we're not 
you know, there are, there are good people. There are people that, you know, live and let live, you know, Charlie and I are two of them, but like, cause we're great. Obviously. But I just, the sad part about it is, is we're the minority, you know, the, the, we're the minority of that way. It, It does. Right. It really fucking does. And I'm waiting for somebody to prove me wrong. Agreed. Agreed. You know, and you always hear the thing of like, it's not that you're, it's not that you're in the minority. It's just that they're just louder, but it's hard to tune it out. Right. But it's hard, especially when they're the ones in fucking power. Exactly. And it's hard to even try to get louder when they keep lowering the volume, they keep hushing up. Yes. Yes. (laughs) They hit that mute button. I'm sorry. We could talk all we want and they will watch our mouths moving with closed caption, Mm -hmm. but they Mm -hmm. can ignore it that way. Yeah. And I think the other problem is too, is people who are, who tend to be in the more empathetic camp. Mm -hmm. Um, we tend to be more careful with the things that we say, and we don't say it with as much hatred and vitriol and you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. but the, the other side of the argument usually comes with venom. Yeah. Right. And they're, they're cruel and they're mean and they're cutting. Yeah. And a lot of people who are on the more empathetic side of an argument tend to not be right. So while we're fighting correctly, right. I'm using air quotes where we're, you know, we're taking the high road because we're good people. We don't get anything done because we're not loud enough and we're not angry enough. Yeah. And it's time people start getting fucking angry. I agree. And also just a quick, a quick correction on my part. Um, for my episode and I didn't realize this until after we were done recording um, the Fred and Rosemary West episode I did use the mm. word prostitution and I apologize mm. it's just that it was it was in my research and it is yeah. their story so prostitution was what they said instead of sex work so no disrespect um, I was just kind of going off of my research and that's my yeah. fault for not switching it out so I'm sorry Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. You're welcome. I'm sorry. Um, and I also want to give some more just like sadness because, <laughs> you know, why the <laughs> why fuck not? not? Why not? Um, but this is the first time that we're recording after the shooting in Buffalo. Um, yeah. On May 14th was when the mass shooting happened in Buffalo, New York um, at a supermarket. Uh, we do know that at, at the time that we re- were recording this, 10 people were killed. Uh, three others were injured. 11 of those victims were black. So um, uh, another fact that I actually didn't know, I'm just seeing this now. I did not realize the shooter live streamed the entire thing on Twitch. Stop. Stop. Yeah. Stop. And guess what he had, Jovi? My favorite thing. What did he have? A gun? Well, well besides, <laughs> besides that, guess what else he had? <laughs> what did he have? A manifesto. Of Oh, you love those. I love manifestos. Wow. Uh, his manifesto said the attack was intended to terrorize, terrorize all non-white, non-Christian people and get them to leave the country. Why doesn't he leave so, the fucking country? For real. It was a 180 page manifesto. Oh, wow. That's longer than um, Elliot Rogers. Yeah. And he also had a 673 page online diary. Stop it. Yeah. This guy was like prolific. How old was he? Um, 21. That's it. And he was full of that on. much. That might weight? actually be wrong. 18, 18 years old. All right. Now that we've officially depressed ourselves and, and angered ourselves, and angered ourselves <laughs> and our listeners. Yes. Um, thank you for that story. Thank you uh-huh. for, um, 
keeping Rita in our thoughts and in the front of our minds mm-hmm. uh, for Pride Month. I, you know, it's very, very important. And mm-hmm. I'm just, it's just sad. It's, it's a tragedy. It, mm-hmm. it really is. Yeah. Um, with that being said, if you know what, honestly, if you guys have any um, suggestions for, uh, uh, for stories for us to do for Pride Month, um, mm-hmm. You know, like ones that really stick out to you that you would, you know, like us to do and um, dig deeper into. Please let us know. Um, yeah, it might not get posted until after June, but hey, you know what? Okay. We don't only need to be prideful in June. Nope, nope. We'll do. We'll do it for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, if we have enough stories, we will do it. Um, which there are plenty. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> not to discount. Hmm. <laughs> send us stories <laughs> story ideas story suggestions um you can send it to us at our email at bread bed crime bread bread I love bread i'm hungry <laughs> i'm like i can hungry. commit a bread crime right about now <laughs> i mean it'd be very jean valjean of me but yes. i will totally commit a bread yes crime. like i will gladly cut through the bread <laughs> and slather it with butter yes. and just eat it anyway you can reach us at our email at uh, bedcrimestoriespod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You could also send us a DM on Instagram. Um, also Twitter at bedcrimestories. Uh, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. So that way you could keep up with all of our stories and Thanks. antics and all that fun stuff. Um, also tell your friends because mm-hmm. your friends will love us and then we'll steal them from you and then no, we won't. Just kidding. Totally just kidding. We could all be one big happy family. It's one fine. big friend group of friends. It's fine. It's fine. Be kind, please. Mm-hmm. And mind please. your business. <laughs> mind your business. If you don't like what somebody's doing, as long as they're not hurting you or the people around you, or even if they're not, if they're not hurting themselves, mind your business, leave it alone. Mm-hmm. But if they are like hurting other people and themselves, then yes, then yeah, they make a phone call or two. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> but if they're minding their own business, living their best life, leave. Let, let them it be. do it. Let it be. Live and let live. Mm-hmm. But yeah, be kind. Smile at somebody. Hold open a door. Just say hello. Tell them you like their top. Like you know things like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's. I think that's pretty much it, right? That is pretty much it. Right. I told somebody in passing the other day I like their sweater, and you should have seen the look on her face, like. Thank you. It's like the little stupid it, fucking compliment yes. can really make a person's day. Correct. Cause you don't know what they're going through that day. And honestly, your smile or your quick comment or your quick hello could change their whole outlook on the day. Preach. So, you know, I'm not saying to like engage in a five hour conversation. Just mm. smile. Just, just, just smile. Hi. Good morning. Good Hi. afternoon. Good evening. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so with that, hope you guys have a great rest of your day, night, morning, whenever you're listening, uh, we'll talk to you guys next week, but until then, sweet dreams. I like finished yawning just in time to say sweet just dreams. In time. <laughs> just in time. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Our theme song is the song Industrial Music Box by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Creativecommons.org backslash licenses backslash by backslash 3.0.